What does it mean to hear this idea that we don't have to hustle all the time? And when you reflect on your own life or your own work culture, where would you say the dial is set to? Is the default Where are you dialed into and what is the expectation of a baseline? Hey everyone, welcome back to the Startup Parent Podcast. This is the show where we get to talk to working parents, entrepreneurs, and business leaders about what it looks like to raise kids while also building companies. If you're in the thick of it with your career or your business and you've got little ones at home, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Sarah K. Peck. One of the hardest things about being a CEO or being a manager or a leader is finding and carving out space to think. That is one of the reasons why I made the Wise Women's Council. Twice a month, we bring wise, vetted experts in to support you in your leadership development. Our core business trainings help CEOs and leaders make complex decisions more easily, learn how to say no, learn how to ask for help, and build a life and a business based on whole person leadership principles. Our leadership sessions support you in deepening your own internal wisdom, building at your personal growth edges, and improving your stamina and energy reserves. It's called the Wise Women's Council. We've been running it for six years now, and we open only twice a year for enrollments, once in the spring and once in the fall. If you want to find out more about this program and what people have to say about it, head over to startupparent.com slash WWC. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are on the fourth episode of our series called the 10 by 10. If you've been listening along, this is the fourth one. If you haven't joined us yet and this is the first one you're diving into, check it out. So today, Number four, our fourth core value is that life is not all hard labor. Life is not all hard labor. What do I mean by this? Well, this core value is a response to the idea that we should always be engaged in an all-out hustle or sprint. And in my life, in working in the startup world and in talking to so many different people, We've learned that the more you try to do everything as an all-out hustle, the more you realize that life and your body and your physicality have a way of coming back around and saying, actually, there are seasons, there are cycles, and there are times of rest. And one of the greatest analogies that actually lent itself to this understanding was pregnancy itself. So in pregnancy, there are distinct phases and changes with deep periods of fatigue, moments of sickness for a lot of people, periods of high energy and excitement, and everything in between. And the first trimester is often characterized by having a lot of fatigue. Many of the people that we've been interviewing talk about like just how tiring that first trimester really is. Then when the days come, Fast forward through the second trimester, which can be high energy, and then the third trimester where people can really slow down or feel the weight of the size of their body. When the time comes when you're set to deliver, and these are important words, the periods of labor and delivery are very specific. When you're laboring, when you go into labor, you begin the process that for some it can take a couple of hours and for some it can take 
up to a couple of days. There are stories of people who have been in labor for 52 hours. But the laboring process is a very specific and intense process. And then delivery itself is another moment and period. And it represents an intense period of work for the mother who's birthing the child. There are a couple of things about this that I learned from my doula and from interviewing so many women. And it's about what actually happens during these processes and how surprised I was to learn that what's represented in the media and the news, especially in movies, especially in books and our collective images of this, oh, you know, we're going to push, we're going to scream, the baby's going to come. It's high intensity, it's high excitement. This is exactly what it looks like. I realized that there are so many images of labor and delivery that are inaccurate and misrepresentative. In fact, I'll quote the words of my doula when she was talking to me and the birthing coach that we listened to. She said, when labor first starts, settle down, get in bed and have a glass of wine. And I looked at her like Bugs Bunny. My eyes were popping out. I was just like, what are you saying? I've never heard this advice before. And she shared that a lot of people, they get really amped up and they're like, oh, it's go, go, go time, time to hustle. We're going to do all of this. We're going to get through it. And there's this physiological response that happens in your body where you're gearing up for a really long, intense time period, and you're going to need to preserve the energy that you have. So in between contractions, which can come 20 minutes or an hour apart in the very beginning as you're starting to go into labor, you take a moment to rest. And the early stages of labor can require you to be in the parasympathetic nervous system, which means that you need to slow down, loosen, soften, and really allow in order for this next phase of growth to happen. We're going to take a quick break. If you are thinking about joining us in the Wise Women's Council, make sure you apply to join us during our spring or our fall enrollment. Head to startupparent.com slash WWC to find out more about the Wise Women's Council. All right, let's get back into it. These were wild ideas that I had actually never come across before. And as I started to study them and learn, oh, look at this pattern. You push, there's something really hard and really challenging. And then there's a yielding and a resting and recovering. And then there's a pushing and there's a challenging. And then there is an intense time period. All of labor and delivery is characterized by an overwhelming amount of pushing and work and energy that the time immediately after the delivery of the child, the first 30 days in many cultures is signified by a resting and a recovery. Some cultures have phrases that say, don't let the baby's feet touch the ground. And other cultures have women aren't allowed to get out of bed for the first 30 days because of the intensity of the rest from this huge amount of work that you just did. So what are the implications for how we show up to work? And what does it mean for a culture that glamorizes the 24-7, always-on, all-out hustle mentality? The important thing in this philosophy that life is not all hard labor is not that we're not ever hustling. It's just that we haven't turned the dial up to 150% as our default baseline state of being. And in fact, there's a lot of wisdom from knowing how and when to press down the pedal and then release and rest and restore. There are seasons, there are cycles, and there are phases. 
And managing this energy actually is what allows hustle to happen in the first place. We achieve great things like delivering human beings out of our bodies through this ability to dial up and dial back and tap into the variation that's needed in our energetic pressing forward. So as a short story that relates to this, a while ago, I was managing some people on one of the teams when I was working in an architecture office. And I remember everyone was so eager to always show that they could hustle. And they said, I'll come in, I'll stay late, I'll come in, I'll stay late. And one woman came in and she was very sick. And she had a cold and she'd been sick for a while. And she said, that's okay, I can stay up late and do it. And it was my job as her teammate and in this case as her boss to say, no, not tonight. Like, don't push yourself into even more sickness just to accomplish this internal deadline. There's going to come a time when I will ask you to do this. There will be that moment when the deadline is that important, and we are going to have to dive in and find those deeper reserves. But it's not all the time. And when we act like it is all the time, it's really disconcerting and unhealthy and unhelpful to our businesses and to our work. So that philosophy, this idea that life is not all hard labor, does not mean that hard labor doesn't exist. It just doesn't mean that we should be operating our businesses like we're all pushing out babies all the time. There are nine months, 10 months before that, and there's lots of time after that. And these rhythms and cycles are what allow for the greatest growth and creativity and production. So as a reflection for you, what does it mean to hear this idea that we don't have to hustle all the time? And when you reflect on your own life or your own work culture, where would you say the dial is set to? Is the default 50%, 70%, 90%, 150%? Where are you dialed into and what is the expectation of a baseline? And then what is the communication around variation? So that's all for episode number four in this series, this 10 by 10. This one, core value number four, is that life is not all hard labor. As always, if you found resonance with this and this is an idea that you think somebody could really benefit from, share the episode. And we love it when you share our work. You can also hit subscribe on iTunes and you can leave us a review. Those are things that also really help in these early days of podcasting. Thanks, and I will see you on the next episode. I want to tell you a couple of things that people have said about the Wise Women's Council. One of our members said, the business support is top notch. On one of our calls, one person said, my mind is already blown and we're only seven minutes in. Hillary said, Sarah, you are one of the best facilitators I have ever met. And Dana said, if you're somebody that regularly designs community or holds space for other people, here's a place where you don't have to because Sarah has figured it all out for you and you can just be when you're in this space. Caroline said once on a call, she said, I'm normally one of those people that's thinking all the time about how you can facilitate something better. And Caroline said, I don't have to do that when I'm with you. Michelle said it's one of the only places she doesn't have to code switch between so many different identities. She doesn't have to hide being a mom. She doesn't have to hide being a business owner. She doesn't have to explain herself over and over again to different people and have them not understand her. If you are living at the intersection of parent, mom, 
business owner, leader, entrepreneur, facilitator, or you are running a company, come check out the Wise Women's Council. That's a place I made for you. It's what I needed when I first became a parent, and we've been running this program for six years. Head to startupparent.com slash WWC to find out more about the Wise Women's Council and apply to join us today. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us today. It is a pleasure to be in conversation with you. You can find out more about everything we talked about and all of the show notes here on your podcast player, or you can head to our website, startupparent.com. I want to give another shout out to all of our amazing sponsors who help make this show possible. We are so grateful to get to work with you and partner with so many wonderful companies and organizations that are dedicated to making life better for entrepreneurs, female founders, and working parents. If you are interested in sponsoring the show and partnering with us, then head to startupparent.com slash sponsor, and you can send a note to our sponsorship team. Did you know that we have a new Substack and we have a secret podcast? Oh, yes, we do. Head to Startup Parents Substack. The link is startupparent.substack.com. I'll put the link in the show notes and check out our secret podcast. When you become a paid backer, when you upgrade your subscription and you join our community, you get lots of perks for being a community member. For our paid backers, I host a monthly private podcast where I dig into the nitty gritty of business building and parenting and everything in between. Listeners and readers get to submit questions, then I pick one or two each month and we dive deep into it. In addition, for our paid backers, we host our Startup Parent Monthly Book Club. This is where we get to talk about interesting books with other smart and interesting and kind people. And I run book club a little bit differently. You can read the book if you have time, but chances are you don't always have time to read the book. So the way I host book club is that anyone can join whether or not you've read the book because I give you a summary of it up at the beginning and then I frame up four questions from the book that we can talk about and you'll always be in rooms with other people that have read the book so we can share knowledge and wisdom. The purpose of book club is to have rich and interesting and insightful conversations not to judge you on whether or not you had a chance to read a book. So our secret podcast and our private book club those are just two of the perks that we offer for people who become community members and that's not all. I love getting to say that phrase. That's not all. There are actually a lot of other perks, and I'm going to let you discover them when you go to our Substack. Last but not least, if you liked this episode, I would be grateful if you would leave us a review. It means a lot to the show, and it helps other people find us. So definitely leave a review. I read every single one of them, and I'm so grateful when I see your name in my inbox and when I see that people are leaving more reviews. So thank you for doing that. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, and I will see you on the next episode.